When someone is in danger, how will you react? You never know until a situation arises in which you have to act. Joining us right now is Bronson Deagle, who today was presented with the St. John Ambulance Life Saver Award, the gold award that, as we just outlined, is given to someone who saves the life or attempts to save the life of someone else and puts their own life in danger. Bronson, congratulations. Oh, thank you so much, and thank you so much for having me on the show. Well, thanks for being here. You certainly have gone through an awful lot since the day that we're going to talk about on the beach at Grand Bend, but being presented with that award this afternoon, what was that like? Honestly, it's been such an amazing experience. As surreal as the event was on that, you know, fateful day with, you know, helping out that family that day, um, the whole experience was surreal. You know, today, you know, was such a memorable occasion because it was such an historic day. So honestly, I just feel very, you know, grateful. I feel uh, blessed. I feel, you know, (laughs) overcome with joy. You know, I'm just really uh, happy that this turned out to be a positive story, you know. Your kids were calling you a superhero at the time. Now that you have received an award for this, are they calling you anything else? (laughs) You know what? It's still a big guy, daddy, uh, superhero. (laughs) The superhero cape started to sizzle a little bit, but, you know, it's it's times like these that they get to uh, be reminded, I guess, that daddy still got, you know, (laughs) he still has his, uh, you know, his super cape hidden in the closet for uh, future times of need, I guess. But yeah, no, always the, the kids, will. They, they always love daddy for sure. That's great. Well, Bronson, <laughs> take us back to that day. You're at Grand Bend. You're there with your family. Exactly. Yeah, I was uh, in Grand Bend. We had rented a cottage for the week and we were, you know, doing a family vacation. It was uh, a long week because I actually had a couple, uh, you know, fit tests and a uh, St. John Ambulance advanced CPR first aid test to do. So it was, you know, back and forth driving, but we had a long week together and a great week together in Grand Bend. And it was the last day of our vacation, the day I was thinking, ah, finally I get to, uh, <laughs> you know, rest and relax after a long week of driving to Toronto here, there, and everywhere. And it just so happened that, you know, God placed us in the right place at the right time. Um, if, if you allow me to give you the story details, basically we had uh, planned to leave early in the morning. Then the the host of the Airbnb allowed us to stay for the day. He said, hey, would you guys like to park here and, you know, stay for the day? We're like, oh, that would be very appropriate, like very uh, appreciated. So we ended up staying for the day, thankfully. Um, And then we were eating our food after lunch there. We were kind of eating the pizza on the beach. And where we had relocated, we had actually relocated to a small area on the small beach there, the south beach, not the main beach, uh, small beach and this little private beach part, there was, you know, some about four older uh, Caucasian ladies beside us. We were there eating our food, and we ended up, as we're kind of eating, my daughter was starting to complain, Daddy, you know, I'm, I'm tired. I want to go home. My oldest, Adalia, um, talking about she wanted to go home. She had dried off. I'm like, okay, let's finish our food and go home. It just so happens that, you know, as they say in Christianity, God loves to use and, you know, work with kids. My daughter, out of nowhere, she finishes her food. She says, Daddy, actually, I want to go in the water one more time. I'm like, what do you mean? You just complain you want to leave. I'm ready to go. <laughs> da, da, da. We're all packed up, ready to go. And we ended up 
uh, she ended up going back in the water, and a woman uh, had actually come, kind of appeared out of nowhere behind us and said, hey, make sure you watch them. You know, be careful, though. Current's very strong today. And me and my wife were, like, you know, confused. Where did this woman even come from? And uh, why is she saying them when it's only my daughter in the water? But we're like, okay, you know, thank you for the heads up. We're, we got it, you know. Didn't think anything of it. And now I'm a little bit more conscious of my daughter. I see her playing in the water. I'm looking back, talking to my wife, looking back. All of a sudden, I see this little hand directly over where we had relocated, directly over my daughter's head, this little hand wave. And I was, like, so confused. I'm like, did I just see a hand over her head? And I just went dead silent, and I'm staring, staring, staring. And then I see the hand again a few seconds later. And I'm looking to my left where these ladies were. I'm like, is a hand waving to them? I'm like, oh, it's not. They don't even see her. I stand up. I'm like getting starting to get tense. I'm like, well, what did the lifeguards see? And I stand up and I look and there's no lifeguards on that beach. And I'm like, okay, here we go. My head's starting to, you know, all the wheels are starting to turn. My wife's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, um, um, I think this girl needs help. I think she's, you know, drowning. Let me go check on her. So that's when I go. Uh, run into the water. The waves were really, you know, strong, so I couldn't really get anywhere. End up V-lining it all the way to the, you know, pier. Run up some rocks, slip my toe. <laughs> Running down the pier, I get to the end, and I'm thinking it's just going to be a little girl to help up on the pier. I get there, and there's not one, but I think four people. It was uh, the boy, the girl, it looked like the mom, and then the dad. But there's four people all fully clothed and drowning at the same time. And the mom, like the older woman, was face down in the water probably for a good two or three minutes before I even got there. So it was a very surreal, you know, situation to walk into. I was about to go into shock. Thankfully, my, you know, first aid training and fire training kind of kicked in. And I said, you know what, I just got to go, just start swimming basically, right? And go for the, you know, nearest survivor and all this stuff. So basically I just jumped in and kind of waved the family down and, you know, jumped in and started swimming, gave the girl a breath. I'm like, take a breath, take a breath. And she was like, you know, a little bit confused. She's like, who's holding me up out of the water right now? You know, I get to the mom. I couldn't even turn her over. I'm like, you know what? I told the girl, hold on to your mom. Cause you know, she's still kind of floating. I'm like, hold on to her. She's still, you know, floating. Swim over to the boy. As I get to the boy, I see a surfer. I quickly swim the boy over to the um, shallow part out of the riptide area. And I threw him in the shallow part. I'm like, I yelled at the surfer, Hey, grab him, grab him. The surfer starts swimming, you know, crazy over to the boy to help him. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, the dad. I forgot about the dad on the other side of the pier. I quickly swim, you know, uh, around the pier to the other side, and the dad is on his back going under. I quickly kind of pick him up and, you know, swim him over to the side of the pier, and I lift him up on the pier, and I tell him to hold on, don't let go. And he's gripping for dear life because he's getting hit by these huge swells in the canal. So everyone's, you know, going crazy, you know, trying to hold on, trying to keep their head above water. As I'm swimming back, I'm like, oh, my gosh, the girl, I I see her and the mom, they start slipping under. So then I lost, you know, I I started getting, you know, uh, stressed out because I'm like, if they go under the water, I won't be able to see them or help them. So now I'm swimming like crazy underwater trying to get to them. And it was pitch black on the bottom of the Grand Bend Lake there uh, in front of the, you know, smaller pier. And I'm looking, looking, looking. I can't see them, can't see them. I'm like, are you kidding me? I lost them. All of a sudden, I see this girl's hand kind of, in the lighter part of the water, you know, when you kind of see darkness in the bottom part, lighter in the top part, her hand was still in the lighter part. I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. Grab her by the hand, and now I'm on the bottom of Grand Bend Lake holding this girl underwater while I'm trying to find her, who I thought was her mom, trying to locate this mom so that, you know, I'm like, she needs to have a funeral. They need the body, right? So I'm searching desperately, trying to feel in the water, can't feel anything. Thankfully, last second, I felt the woman's shirt. 
I grabbed them both, go up again on the, you know, uh, to the top, to the surface. This girl is now completely bewildered. Like, who keeps saving? Like, she's splashing around like, oh, oh, what's happening? What's happening? Ended up, anyways, getting to all of them in time. Uh, as I'm swimming to the uh, pier to go back with them, I finally get the mom on her back, and the girl starts climbing all over me. Now, this is a lesson for anyone listening. If you're going to try to help other people that are swimming, remember they might try to climb on you. They might try to, you know, whatever to, to be able to breathe and all that. They'll, they'll, you know, they'll act a little bit, you know, irrational. So this girl started climbing all over me and I started to drown myself. And I said, you know what? Not today. And I took a huge breath, swam underneath them. And I started walking with them back to the pier, got back to the pier in one breath, thankfully. And I see the whole family at the end started lifting everybody up Everyone's helping the, the dad, the mom, the girl, but no one's helping me with this mom that I thought was, you know, dead. She had a lifeless body. Thankfully, a guy in a sea now sees me struggling. He does a U-turn, jumps off his sea as it's still, you know, moving, runs over, slides on his butt, and he grabs under her arms. I'm like, lift her up. Get her out of the water. Get her out of the water. And he starts pulling like crazy, and we're trying desperately to get her out of the water so we can give her C- uh, administer CPR. So we finally get out of the water. And as we come out, the, the guy, the Sea-Doo guy said, I don't know CPR. I'm like, in my head, well, I do. I just finished doing my first aid training. I go down to give her CPR. And I kid you not, I, well, sorry, I, I had her in recovery position. I did a trap squeeze to see if she was responsive, wasn't responding. I go to administer CPR with a 30 and two, uh, 30, you know, pumps, two breaths. And I basically, as I'm getting down, I heard a voice, I kid you not, yelling in my head, sit her up. I'm like, I look at the guy. I'm like, was that you? He's like, no, I didn't say anything. I'm like, uh, uh, I'm like, okay, let, uh, maybe I'm just hearing things. Go back down to give the CPR again, and I hear the voice again. Sit her up. At that point, I knew it was literally God or something telling me to sit her up. And that's when I said, we got to sit her up. We got to sit her up. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, trust me. We sat her up in her limp, lifeless body condition, and I just gave her five powerful back, uh, back blows. I had to envision this vision kind of came where it was like a, a pickle jar turning upside down where the bubbles kind of floated to the top of the jar. As I did the back blows, I was imagining this water bubble bursting just like the pickle jar vision. And all of a sudden this woman just burst out the biggest gash of water. And I, I, we stood there, she started breathing. We stood there in complete like, you know, amazement. Like, is this, did that actually work? He looked at me, the guy's like, did that actually work? I'm like, I, I don't know what just happened. He's like, did you just save this entire family by myself? And the first thing I told him was, that wasn't me, bro. That was God, because I was completely disbelief of what was happening. So, I mean, the wow. story, you know, that's a, that's a quick version. But basically, yeah, that's kind of what happened. <laughs> that, is, that is the most remarkable story we've heard in such a long time. Bronson, you are so deserving. You save oh, a family you. of four. You yeah. are so deserving of what you received yeah. today, the St. John yeah. Ambulance Lifesaver Award making london proud once again best of luck in everything that you have coming and thank you for sharing this story when you do something miraculous again because i i I get the feeling stuff like this might follow you around make sure you you give us a call and we'll talk again (laughs) you know what bronson all the best enjoy the weekend thanks for spending some time with us no problem take care care. that's bronson deagle today was given the saint john ambulance lifesaver award The gold award, which you receive if you have put your life at risk to save another. He saved four. This is London Live, and you're listening to 980 CFPL.